0: to be influenced by something or somebody. You can be influenced or guided to do good or bad. You can even be guided to love somebody or hate somebody. You can be influenced to be courageous or fearful. It's amazing how, how folks have the capacity to cause people to fear. I mean, with, with, with words. Words. With lies. And so when it, when it comes to being guided, you have, you have to be careful. Because depending on who or what is influencing you, you can be led astray or down the right path. And as Christians, we have to make sure that we don't get on a path that's in contrast to the written and revealed will of God. Now understand this, and I want you to listen very carefully. When you are truly influenced by something or somebody, it's going to be evident in your thoughts, words, and acts. If I'm around you, I'm going to be able to tell who is truly guiding you. Who is truly influencing you. I can talk to you five minutes. Especially in the day and time that we are in. And I can tell exactly what or who you will be guided by. Because again, whoever is guiding you in truth is going to be evident in your thoughts. In your words and in your deeds. And you have to check yourself. Because you can mess around and and be following something or somebody you have no business following. And when you're following something or somebody you have no business following, guess who you're messing up? Yourself. I have talked to saints. Uh, For about five minutes. and, And I knew in less than five minutes that they were being guided by fear. And the Holy Spirit just told me on one occasion that what's happening is that they are allowing somebody other than me to become their primary guide. He said, because remember what I revealed to Paul in 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Matter of fact, let's go there for a minute. Because it's important that we are not guided by the wrong thing or the wrong person. Consider 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind when certain things are guiding you are influencing you to to think, talk and do certain ways and those particular ways are in contrast to the written and revealed word of God that's not God that's a demon And, and see demons know how to speak something that sounds right but it's not right We have to be led by the Spirit of God. We have to be. And so, I want to make sure as a man of God that I am led in totality by the Spirit of truth. And again, it's going to be evident in my thoughts, words, and deeds. As Christians, we specifically need to live or be guided by faith. Faith. But in order to be guided by faith, we really have to understand faith as it is defined in reference to the scripture. When it it comes to faith in one sense, it is the authenticity of divine revelation. We have to believe that what God allowed inspired men and women to write from Genesis to to Revelation is true. We have to believe that. We, We have to believe scriptures that the Lord gave Solomon like Proverbs 3 and 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Have to believe scripture like what the Lord gave David in reference to uh, Psalms 35 and following. Weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. Have to believe scripture that Jesus himself revealed. Such as Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And things that you need shall be added unto you. We have to believe in the authenticity of the scripture. We have to take heed to the Scripture. We have to take heed to scriptures such as 1 Peter 4 and 12, where Peter told the churches of Asia Minor that were going through challenging uh, and horrendous times, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials, get this, which are to try you. They're They're to test you. They're to show you who you are. Certain things come just to show you who you are. God already knows you. But he will allow certain things to come your way for you to pull out your mirror, figuratively speaking, and see who you are. And it's sad, but but there are people that are being exposed. Hold, hold, hold on. They are people that are being exposed to the point to where they're not as mature as they need to be. Not as rooted and grounded as they need to be. And see, that's the reason we have the scripture. What do you mean, Peter, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial? Peter, I'm rooted. But then when the trials come, we are exposed as not being rooted and grounded. What pastor has heard is such and such and such and such. Yeah, that's life. But you still have to stand on what God... Thus saith God's word. Why? Because of scripture like Matthew 24 and 35. When Jesus said heaven and earth shall pass. But not my word. My word is not going to pass. And see when you read scriptures. Such as I've quoted. And you hear These same passages proclaim and God gives us a rhema, a word tailored to our situation and circumstances. That just adds to our faith. And Paul understood it. That's the reason he penned in Romans 10 and 17. So then faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word of God. But then he also turned around and said. But how can they hear without a preacher? God ordained for the preacher to influence. His children to live by faith. But see the devil. And the world. Will put others before you to believe. Their doctrine. That's the reason. That's the reason Paul and Isaiah just ask a simple question: Who you gonna believe? Who you gonna believe? He said, "Not all have obeyed because they were not." Believing. And so it's imperative that as children of God, we have faith in the authenticity of God's written and revealed word. Paul, when he got to talking about faith to a baby church, the Corinthians he said to them in second Corinthians five and seven for we walk by faith not sight Paul knew that sight was a beautiful thing just like we know sight is a beautiful thing from a literal standpoint but he also used sight in that verse to convey figuratively that sight is opinion, feelings, views, and such. Because you have people that live by opinion, live by views. Live by feelings. Every one of us at some time or another has been guilty of living by feelings. Every one of us at one time or another ha- has been regretful in living based upon our feelings. Man, I shouldn't have believed what such and such and such and such said. Man, I was feeling such and such way, but I shouldn't have been feeling that way. Why? Feelings come out of emotions. Or feelings equate emotions. And it's not good to live by your emotions because your emotions can be up one day and down the next day. It's not good to live by what the media is saying because the media will say one thing one day and say something else another day. Media will paint a person as being one thing one day. Wait up! Wait thirty days later, there's something else. The only sure thing that we have is God's word and His promises. And you can never allow what you see, what you experience, or what you feel come before the written and revealed will of God. You have to stand on God's word despite what you feel, despite what you see, despite who is in your ear. And so when it came to Paul in reference to... Teaching Timothy about faith, Paul decided to use Timothy's grandmother and his mother. Wanted Timothy to understand the importance of being connected to certain people of faith. See, you have to watch who you're connected with. You you can't connect yourself to just any and everybody. There there are certain signs that that when folks start talking certain ways, you you ought to automatically say, no, I I can't connect with you. So he revealed to Timothy the connection that he saw between his grandmother and his mother in reference to faith. And I want to deal with that, and then I'm going to be done. But it's important to understand, especially from a biblical standpoint, the meaning of the names of Timothy's grandmother and mother because you know, names in the Bible have powerful meanings that represent a person's character or traits. And so he started out talking about the faith of his grandmother, Lois. Lois has two meanings. The first meaning of Lois is agreeable. Agreeable. One meaning of agreeable is willing to obey. And we're talking about faith. So Lois didn't have a problem obeying the word of God. Didn't have a problem with the word of God. Second meaning of Lois is better. You can't submit or obey God's word and your life not get better. She willfully obeyed God's word. And the fruit of doing such manifested in her life. There is no way, child of God, you can live by faith and not be a better person as a result of it. Not experience better as a result of it. Do you know folk who live by faith, biblically speaking, even in times of famine, God was still taking care of them. Why? Because he honors faith. Faith pleases God. God is a rewarder of people that live by faith. How are you still prospering and and everything is going on like it is, Walker? Because I live by faith. It's no secret. I live by the written and revealed word of God. And so Lois was agreeable and she experienced battle. But then he talked about his mother, who also was a woman of faith. Mother's name, Eunice. Eunice has two meanings as well. The first meaning of Eunice is you holding on? Conquering whale. She was a fighter. See, see if you have faith, it's going to come a time to where you're going to have to use your faith to fight. Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight. Of what? Faith. You're going to have to use your faith to fight. That's what Jesus was doing in Matthew 4 and 4 in reference to the devil. He was fighting the devil with his faith. He kept saying to the devil, it is written. Kept putting the word on him. Man, I'm telling you, is some saints I, I have talked to during the time that we're going through. They're talking anything but scripture. You know what came to my mind? They're not using their faith to fight. When certain things come, they should be speaking the word of God. Why? Heaven and earth shall, but not God's word. Get this. And once God sends forth his word, it will not return unto him void. What will it do? Everything that he sent it to do. And so, Eunice's first meaning is conquering well. Second meaning victory. She was a woman that was willing to fight and when God is on your side in the fight you gonna get the victory. I said when God is on your side in the fight you gonna get the victory. And the victory is gonna come because of faith. First John five and four, the victory that overcomes the world is even our faith. Our faith, Pastor. Yeah. Our faith. And so his mother conquering well and victorious. Now brother, I know your name ain't Lois or Eunice but we should exemplify the same traits. We should be willing to get in line with God's word in order for God to give us battle. We should be willing to use our faith to fight in order to get the victory. All of us across the board should be willing to put on the same traits as Eunice and Lois and get this. That's what Paul believed Timothy possessed. But you can tell in the text, Paul wanted Timothy to start walking in his faith. It's one thing to hear faith, but it's another thing to start thinking, talking, and doing what you're hearing. (laughs) That's the reason Paul said in the text to Timothy. I'm, I'm persuaded that you have that same kind of faith. He was, he was convinced that he had it. But, but there are some times when, when you can know that somebody is Christian. Know that somebody is listening to the word of God. But they're still of They're still off when it comes to thinking the way they need to think, talking the way they need to talk, and doing what they need to do. I've listened to folks in, in the last 30, 30 or 40 days or so, and I've been like, I know Brother So and so don't believe everything he's hearing around here, but the way he's talking, he just acts like he believes in everything he hears. I said, God, I know he can't be believing all that. I know he's Christian. I know he's saved. I know he has the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I laid my hands on him when he received the baptism. But he's not thinking the way he should be thinking. He's not talking the way he should be talking. He's not acting the way he should be acting. And so Paul was convinced that Timothy had the faith. But he knew in the office that Timothy was in that it needed to be exemplified in a more excellent way. And some of you, you're, you're mature. Your faith should be stronger than what you're displaying. had you as part of of one of the people in in the Faith Walker Club. I done had to scratch your name out. Because of how you been acting. He said to Timothy, the faith that your mother and your grandmother had was genuine. Wasn't phony. Wasn't pseudo. Wasn't some time. It was genuine. Say to your neighbor, that's the type of faith we need in the day we're living in. We need to see some bona fide faith. We need to see some folk that'll stand flat footed and say what does says God and don't apologize for it. Don't seem like nothing but death is in there. The devil is a liar. Better is here and better is coming. Well, everything going wrong. Yeah, but this too shall pass. God got for me what eyes have not seen and what ears have not heard. He wanted Timothy to walk in totality when it came to exemplifying genuine faith we have to be to the point to where we stand on what does say is God because that's what our God told us to live by if you're a sinner I'm not asking you to do this but if you are calling yourself a just person, Romans 1.17, the just shall live by faith. It's imperative to exemplify genuineness when it comes to our faith. Am I telling you to be reckless, stupid, or such? No, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just telling you to stand on God's written and reveal word. I'm done. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.placeofrefugechurch.org until next time remember Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly